0: Hey guys, welcome back to the other Crash Chip Podcast. My name is Dustin O'Hara and I'm here with my brother and Devin. My brother, oh, my brother and co-host. There you go. My brother Devin. and Devin. My brother and Devin. <laughs> what's up, man? Hey hey hey. hey, 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 hey. All right, Dev, what do you got for us today?
1: A film is or should be more like music than fiction. It should be a progression of moods and feelings. The theme, what's behind the emotion, the meaning. All that comes later. Mm. I'll I'll give it to you one more time.
0: Yeah, it's good. I like it.
1: A film is or should be more like music than fiction. It should be a progression of moods and feelings. The theme, what's behind the emotion, the meaning... All that comes later. Um, mm. So it, it seems like it's
0: breaking like down a, a larger thing into its basic parts, right? Mm. Uh, it should have a rise and fall of emotion. Like you mm. you worry about you worry about that progression first, like right. A
1: song. He's and then and everything
0: you fill in, yeah.
1: And the, he's also saying, "I like the idea. It's more like music than fiction, even though that kind of." Could be a bit of both, and I don't know the context yeah. of the quote, but he's talking about, I think, just the way it hits you, right? Right. You got to have some of that before you can you can add all the stuff in later. Sometimes that's it's um it's a quote from Stanley Kubrick, oh, gotcha. probably my favorite, one of my favorite directors because he's very no bullshit. Right, like he was famously known for like not wanting to explain his movies and they're 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 layers and stuff, and they're deep, and that it could be because either the layers weren't there, and he just wanted to do it because it hit him like a song like oh this this is working, I don't know right. why it's working. that's another reason he did so many takes. He didn't necessarily know exactly what he wanted, but he knew the kind of stuff he didn't want. So he'd right. go over and over and over again until he found something great. Um, so I think sometimes taking the BS out of kind of what you're creating, just just and the in the in the maybe in the start or in the end, just going with what you like. Mm-hmm. Like I don't know why maybe this doesn't add up, but this just hits me a different way. So I'm not too worried about you know all the heavy stuff and the meaning and why and this and that and all these these things and themes, but it should just be, it should hit hard on a progression of mood and feelings. Like it should just, it should, what did it give you the fizz or whatever? What is uh, the right? You start there. It gives
0: you the fizz. Yeah. Right. I, I like, I really like that because again, it's like boiling down it all into it's like, it's basic your gut reaction. Right, like I said, it gives you the fist. Like you don't know exactly why, you just know that it does. Right, and I think, and I think uh, that's a great uh, that's that's a great quote just for us as makers and creatives and people who do things and see things and know there's something that's speaking to you about it. Mm-hmm. Right, like we talked about this tonight when we were doing we're starting to film for the Chopper Challenge, and you know, like. I was like looking for reference images, and I didn't know exactly what it was, but I knew what it was when I saw it. Right? You know, I was like, I don't know what I'm looking for, but I know none of these are that yet. Until I, and then I saw what I wanted. It was the right proportions. It had the right like feeling to it. The colors, the movement, the the you know simplicity with the intricacy. Everything just kind of hit, and that's the one that spoke to me, like a song, right? Like there's something right, where, right that it spoke to me and, and it could, and that's directly that interaction between me and it. There's nothing else there, you know, like it's not because it, it's the one that everyone likes, you know, or it has the, it's, you know, the proportions of, of the war club that we were looking at, which we're referencing, there are tons and tons of different versions of it. Right. And, and for some reason that one spoke to me and that one, it may be also that like, I, I, think that there is a set of proportions that are correct that I think um, and just like in general right like like human body right proportions right. there are por- proportions of human body face shape body type that is you know appealing to babies right because like mm-hmm. you know there's a there's a general proportion and things that that match and come together that feel right So there is something there, right? I think most people can tell when something feels wrong or feels right, but but it's all also individual, right? Because someone might like it a little different, and you know. And this this I keep saying, just like I'm not saying anything specifically because I think this does relate to all sorts of stuff. Yeah, it's the way I really like puko, the style of the puko, this you know Swedish or the Finnish knife you know it's it's something simplistic about it it's the shape it's the the materials the the aesthetic is it speaks to me it's my aesthetic you know where someone else might really like Bowie knives you know they really like the proportion mm-hmm. of a Bowie knife and the and the history behind it and the the story goes along with it and the shape and the blade and the movement and the weight you know like it's just it's everyone has a different aesthetic and everyone has a different set of proportions that just speak to them in in life
1: yeah um, i i was um Like songs. Like songs. And I love the idea. Again, he's just, he's so great at breaking it down. He's like, let's just get a progression of moods and feelings. Yeah. That's what a great movie is. Mm -hmm. It's pulling you through. Oh, this is great. This is scary. This is exciting. And then later on, you can start to pack it with uh, what's behind it. But it's like, hey, we're hitting the the parts we got to hit this is this excites right. us and this is taking us somewhere mm-hmm. so just for that art form in itself i think that's like number 1 along with making pretty pictures is right. number 1 in film cuz that's what it is it's flashing light yeah. it's it's that's what it is so you got to start there and don't be lazy there right um and like you said there's a set of um like, uh, mathematical composition right. stuff that is just pleasing to the eye. Start there, get that right, and then anything after that you can kind of figure out. But you're, I think you're ninety percent of the way if you can get get it feeling right. <clears throat>
0: yeah, if you can, yeah, if you can build the composition correctly, I think so, right,
1: yeah. and then people can dump whatever else they want into it, <laughs> you know. Yeah. <laughs> right Um, yeah
0: because then it's then it's just the details mm -hmm. you know like the details are there but you have the the right scope and sequence of your art form whatever it is
1: right like uh john leonard said to a guy who there was there's a he's making the imagine imagine album and there's like a a documentary about it and some crazy guy sneaks onto his property or some like homeless young guy you know Mm -hmm. and john and yoko walked out and was talking to him and he's like you know, I just thought you're talking about me and my life and all this stuff. And John's like, But how could I, for one, I don't know you?" But he's like, "I write songs about myself." He's like, "I write songs about whether I had a good shit today." That's what he said to the guy. He's like, "He's like, and maybe Yoko. Maybe I'll write something about her." But he's like, "It's not that heavy. Like, it's I'm just a I'm just a guy. I had a good shit. It's a good day. Let me write something about it." Like, I just
0: happened to be a really good, you know, composer of words. Right. You know, like, it's, but that, it's not about, me- yeah, yeah.
1: Right. It's the, he just know, he got, they get into a groove and, and write a good song. Um, yeah. And on personal preference, I was watching stuff. I'm trying to get Dustin to go to Blade Show. So anyone who wants yeah. to see Dustin there and us, um, send something out to us. So we uh, push Dustin to go.
0: Mm. um <laughs>
1: this year um but i was watching videos on like last year and i just wanted to see what the feeling was yeah and yeah there's a lot of videos of guys like going through all these knives and going crazy about knives that i have no interest in or, or wouldn't like you know they're too whatever Yeah, right yeah, whatever exactly. they are but they're yeah, like yeah. oh man i got one of these and oh is this a this and is this at that like how much like okay 400 for that three can i do two for eight like these cra- and to me a knife that didn't look <laughs> certainly it just wasn't my well, it wasn't my thing yeah right. like i just i wouldn't want to own that knife let alone pay a a, a big price for it but <laughs> right exactly these guys were like oh i have one of these i'll get two of these and just drop in a lot of money on on knives That's but amazing. i mean it it is a you know it's a blade show where you have all these guys who are they're actually real made in house, you know, small companies. Some of them, there's huge companies too. But like, right, yeah. you're gonna pay for them. But man, right.
0: like, but you're talking to the guy. You're, you're you're buying the experience. You're buying the story. You know, <laughs> yeah, yeah, and that right, that makes sense, right? You wanna, you're there. You're talking to somebody. You get to feel it. You hold it. and That's all part of it. You're paying for all that, right? Yeah, yeah.
1: So, yeah, all pers- personal preference. So we're gonna. I'd like to go, even though. Watching videos, what they don't show, I think, mainly is people getting together and hanging out. That's what I would be excited to do. Yeah, Um, Touring and looking at 2,000 Knives isn't necessarily like three days of that. Isn't that exciting to me? Right. But just being with a lot of people and meeting people and and, then, I don't know, maybe we'll shoot a video or something. I I think I need to give myself something else to do. (laughs) Like like maybe shoot a video of us doing something.
0: Right. Or yeah. I mean, because I, you know, I love knives and, and like three days of just walking around looking at of knives, this a lot. <laughs> you know, like, but there's so many cool people there. So many people we know. Right. So many right. We've, you know, right. Maybe just messaged. And, you know, there's, so that's, that's the thing, right? It's just same thing with like Maker Camp. You know, Maker Camp is about that experience of being there with all the people. And, you know, yeah,
1: but at least there you can, there's a lot of stuff to do.
0: Right, yeah, it's a lot of variety. Right,
1: but yeah. And we were talking about and we were talking about workbench con today because I was yeah. looking into it. I was like, oh man, maybe um, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, maybe we could do that. And I didn't realize it was like this weekend. This weekend, yeah,
0: right. You're like, oh, oh, yeah, never mind. <laughs> yeah, that's, uh yeah. I had been seeing and people posting about going and stuff, and
1: but yeah, I don't it's so crazy I, expensive.
0: Yeah, it's super expensive. Um, and what what I've heard through the grapevine was like, I don't know, I just heard that it wasn't all that great compared to mm-hmm. other events. Um, and I'm sure, like, so the thing that would make it interesting to us is that it's it's all content creators, right? They're talking right. about what they do and how they make things. So, like, that's where the benefit is.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah.
0: And I think, it, like anything else, you just can't really, you shouldn't, compare it to other things right because that's not what it's about it's a it's its own thing Mm -hmm. um but yeah it's it's expensive and and you know i've heard from a few different people that last year wasn't that great and i have also heard that they're going to change up things this year to make it better so uh.
1: yeah and there's there's a sum of like i'd like to hear people talk about things and give tips and you know Mm -hmm. talk about the algorithm and do this and how to make a 10 second video but also, a part of me goes, like, you know, unless you're the biggest person in the world, like, right. I don't really, I mean, I'll take tips if I know you, but if I don't really know you and or like your videos, right. I don't really <laughs> care what you have to say about how to edit a 10-second video. Right. Like, you know, eh. Like, it, it yes, some of those people can get it right. But then also there's people who don't do it right and get a million views or do do right. it right and get a million views. It's just like, it's like so up in the air. It's like teaching someone how to work the algorithm when none of us know how it works.
0: <laughs> right. Yeah.
1: You know, but, but having said that, I'm not, I'm not pooping on it. I, I did yeah. think it would be cool to go right. until the price is a bit yeah. prohibitive.
0: Yeah it's like 700 bucks or something per for the ticket for the weekend.
1: Yeah, like, woof. it's crazy. And that's yeah. before a hotel and before getting down there and it's just um, it's Yeah,
0: that's that's kind of ridiculous. I guess <laughs> I mean, what you're what you're paying for is all of the you're paying for the for the speakers, right? You're you're putting it's more money because there potentially should be a lot of people there that can really help you out. Right. So it's more like a like a educational conference.
1: Right. But so that you're like being it's, said, like that's it's like that's
0: a ton of money. Yeah. You
1: know? like, right. Uh, it's like going to a, a class thing for Right. But yeah, but exactly. I'll, yeah, going also, to
0: Right, yeah. You're taking a class for a weekend or something, you
1: know. It's yeah, it's like but then you don't want to spend your Time taking notes, like right, yeah. Um, yeah,
0: I, I mean, don't know. That's you know, we're...
1: I mean, we got yeah. friends who are going down and doing it, and yeah. and there's there's some big names there, but um, I'm trying to look up the uh, yeah, a lot of good people, a lot of maybe that's it, a lot of big names so people want to go down, right? Like yeah, talk right, with them, right. get to know them, maybe. Yeah. make a connection and and uh and um I don't know.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I just think that's it's a bit exuberant, you know, to to ask to charge that much for a conference.
1: Right, maybe yeah. maybe it's maybe they have to pay all the speakers a good chunk of money to go. I guess so it's yeah you know I, I don't know i mean i hope
0: i hope it's something <laughs> you would hope it's something <laughs> like i hope there's a good reason why it's so expensive i don't know uh but just like what i said like what i've heard through the grapevine is that it wasn't all that great in years past especially last year is the first year they've did it since covid so
1: oh was but, it yeah
0: so maybe like you know maybe it'll, it should be better you know things will change i don't know it's just it's just hard to compare that to something that we know that is like I mean, my, the, the comparison is maker camp. You know what I mean? Like it's a different thing, but it's also a bunch of, it's a bunch of cool people that are there that are showing you how to do stuff. Now that's 200 bucks for the weekend. Right. So that's okay. That's 200 bucks, but that includes, well, it includes camping, but you know, like, so you pay 300 or something, you know, that, that would get your, your like hotel room for the weekend and, and a food plan, you know, so it's like kind of all inclusive once you get there.
1: Um, yeah, I, um, yeah. I don't yeah, maybe it's just a way to like if you're not maybe you, you want to connect to some of these people and then you can kinda of pay your way in to connect maybe. And why is yeah. it Georgia? Why is everything in Georgia? Jeez.
0: I don't know. Yeah, what's up with like mean, come on. Yeah, Blade show. We should really yeah, have more
1: in, in Maryland because I mean really that's yeah, the right. center of the East Coast. I, mean, I know, much. right? Mason Dixon, right in the or middle. Or Virginia, like
0: Yeah. I know make everyone travel halfway Georgia everywhere (laughs) but
1: I don't know who I don't know who puts it on maybe we're maybe they're like it costs so much to run this thing and to buy the place and like no one's making any money then I mean I do get it I I paid $30 at five guys for two burgers and a small fry two days ago yeah it's crazy so maybe it's just so everything's just (laughs) expensive Yeah, but
0: also, I mean, I just think, I still think that's a bit exuberant, you know, like
1: Mm. there's a
0: ton of people going there, like whatever they're doing, they need to do something different to charge less because that's crazy, you know, like, I don't know, it's just, it's ridiculous.
1: Or I think it is a limited amount of people. Maybe it's like, they're like, hey, we just want, they do call it like an intimate gathering. So maybe they're like, hey, we got 500 people willing to pay either 630 or a thousand dollars like, right. And that's we just keep it small where everyone can Yeah, this one is nine eighty nine for the for the marketing pass. That's crazy. Yeah, let me see. It's um, I mean, there's all, no
0: way I'm paying a thousand bucks to go to a conference where I might be able to talk one on one with somebody. Hands, you know you're also gonna be mm. like you're gonna be in there with you know, say a hundred people in a room listening to a talk or two hundred or three hundred people. That's what they have, you know? Like that's even like um, Justin Dietrich, you know, last year he was there and he was doing the timber framing stuff and, like, he had, you know, in his room it was, like, 80 or 100 people hanging out, you know. Jimmy did a big talk in a room. He had, like, 300 people in this giant room. You know, it's yeah. not like... It's not, like, if I'm paying a thousand bucks, I want to go to a class. It's, like, me and ten other guys and the person <laughs> who's doing it. You know what I mean? Like,
1: <laughs> Right. Yeah, it, it should be, like, a legend.
0: Yeah. And you right. get a whole
1: weekend with them. You and them... In their shop, like
0: Yeah, right. One on one. I mean that's what you do when you take a class and you're working with people. You know, <laughs> for right, like right. a weekend it might right. be you know, to, I don't know, five hundred, six hundred, seven hundred dollars something, you know, you're paying for that. That's that's paying for their time and tools and you know, that's that's a small group. Like then you get a hundred people and they're all paying a thousand bucks, you know, hundred thousand dollars and, and work a work bunch of costs five hundred, you know, like I don't know, yeah. I just think who knows? Who knows? I don't know. I hopefully there's a reason why it's that expensive, but it, to me it's just too much. Too yeah, much.
1: I I, th- I think so. But but I well. who
0: knows? I mean, maybe you know if peop- maybe that's how people that's what people want to spend their money on. That's just not what I want to spend my money on.
1: Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I don't know. I like this. Let's attack some more things. What else can we attack? It's ridiculous. <laughs> it's
0: ridiculous. <laughs> that's what people
1: want on podcasts. They want some. Did you hear them shitting all over WorkbenchCon? What's the deal? <laughs> And everyone who's going
0: is like, oh, jeez. <laughs> I
1: mean, I guess it's a lot, but
0: it's so worth it.
1: Yeah, someone's like listening to this uh... on the way there. I'm sorry, guys. Yeah, right. You let like us know. have a great let time.
0: Yeah, yeah. Prove us wrong. You know, <laughs> like, that's what we want. That's like, you know, if there's a, if you know the reason, if it's 100% worth that money that you're paying, right. Like, okay, all right, cool. Let us know. And we'll come next year.
1: We'll go. <laughs> you know, we'll, 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 we'll budget s- for we'll, it. We'll use our money. We'll use yeah, the right. Patreon money.
0: Yeah, we won't go to, you know, Maker Camp. You miss us there.
1: I mean, that's but, like that's money to buy another camera. Like that's yeah, right. Yeah, exactly. I'd rather just dump it back into my our personal channel yeah, or put whatever. It back into we're the doing. Channel. Right. Buy yeah. a buy a thousand dollar tool that you never thought ah, I can't spend that much <laughs> on a tool. Right. Well, just buy that thing because it's gonna be that's. Otherwise, yeah, yeah. Either buy that tool
0: that you you know <laughs> you want for a thousand bucks, or you go to workbench con for the weekend. I don't know. Yeah. Are you paying for the experience? I, I don't
1: know. Like yeah. you could buy you could buy a, a workshop worth of tools for a thousand dollars.
0: Yeah. Right. Exactly. Like you'd have you get all, all yeah.
1: almost all your major tools. Maybe not the best, but a couple two three hundred dollar tools. Like yeah, you you would have a full shop. Right.
0: Yeah, enough so, to get yourself going in in any hobby. You know, mm. pretty much. Yeah, I don't know. That's tough. Uh, yeah, all the all the money money is tough, man. And I, maybe that's just because we come from a background of not having a lot of money, so <laughs> yeah. it's hard to spend money. You know, I'm like, Ugh, I don't like to spend money. It's, I mean, but it's just like I just assume it's just not going to be there at one point, and I'm like, damn, I shouldn't have spent that, you know, eight hundred dollars on that thing or whatever. Like,
1: I don't yeah. know. Yeah, but uh, you know, I, I will say that people. I Means yeah, like some people, that's not a lot to them. Or they go out for a weekend, or maybe they go golfing for weekends, or they go yeah. to Vegas with friends and stuff. And you do, you know, you end up spending, yeah, a lot. So maybe they're like, All right, instead of that, I'm going right. to go to this thing, yeah. spend this chunk of money, and maybe try to improve myself. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I I um.
0: <sighs> I, maybe it's. I, Maybe it's kind of the same thing that you were kind of hinting at earlier. Is like, do I need this information from these random people? Right. You know, like maybe I don't know. Maybe if we were completely trying to make a living off of YouTube, you know, maybe we would feel differently about it. Like, what right. do we? What information do we need to make sure we can make this work? Yeah, like like you, yeah, you, mm, yeah.
1: you want to really dial it in,
0: right? you know like i don't know so maybe it's that like maybe it's there's some type of conceited nature where i'm like oh well, we have a youtube and it's we have a channel and it's doing pretty well so like why do we need to go to this and get this information from other people
1: you know like right. i don't know and and also i think it's it's aimed towards small channels cuz a big channel obviously doesn't need any help right, right. and no, you don't necessarily you have help. to go to those things so a big channel that already has a million whatever subs on YouTube. Right. Um, they don't need it. They don't need like making the algorithm work for you. Creative ways to monetize your business. Like all these type of working with companies as a small child, yeah, a child channel. Uh, (laughs) You read the Uh, things that are there. Yeah. To niche or not to niche. Um, all you need is a phone, how to double your affiliate income in a month. Like, I don't know.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, those all seem like good things. Right. It just seems, yeah, I don't know. The The other thing, too, that I think that this, like, the world of YouTube is so, um, uh, it's like a tenuous, you know? It's like the balance could tip at any time. It could just be gone. Right. You know, so not that I don't want, don't wish that it would be awesome and we could make 100 percent of our living off of youtube that's the goal right that's what we keep aiming toward It'd be great you know if our channel blows up and we make a ton of money get tons of sponsors and then we can make a business out of it awesome but like how how safe is that option
1: you know right you have to diversify you yeah know. you can't just um right can't just what and moving on to i was telling you i was listening to Axon iron yeah. I, I usually don't listen to a lot of them, but the tight, ty- not them, but any, mm-hmm. any guess, of yeah. these style podcasts, because right. I get enough of it, just doing it, yeah. just trying to get, shoot the videos all the time, and, and do that, like, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm done, I mean, I like looking at people's work on Instagram, but that's about as much, like, time as I'll put into it, um, but they, they were talking about... Uh, yeah, certain channels going down where they all their, their eggs were in one basket, like Instagram. And then Instagram right. decided for whatever reason that their content wasn't, you know, it broke some rule. Yeah. And then right. all of a sudden that goes away or, I mean, so that is a, you do have to worry about that and figure out something. That's what, you know, you got to sell something else. <laughs> like, yeah.
0: Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's like, I will say that's kind of what happened to um, Alex from Outdoor 65. Although I mean, he, his channel still kept growing, but he just like stopped making videos because YouTube like demonetized some of his videos. And he was like, screw that. Like, oh, yeah. what are you doing? Just demonetize for no reason? Like, you can just do that? You know, like, you don't understand. Like, that's not cool. You know, so and he just got, got pissed off and stopped making videos for a long time. Um, So, yeah, I don't know. It's, it sucks. Like, it's, like I said, it's, it's, you can't. There's no way to guarantee anything cuz it's not it hasn't been around long enough. Right. You know. It's like like 10 years, that's it. Like all the big channels, the ones who've been here from the beginning, they're like 10 years. That's all they've been. You know, it's like yeah. Yeah, it's not and that it, long.
1: And who knows when they want to decide that any tool is a weapon.
0: Right, like, exactly.
1: Ad, you know, something happens, something crazy happens. There,
0: yeah, there's no guarantee, right? It's not yeah. like you know, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. It's not a salary, you know. It's a, it's completely based off of the whims of the algorithm and and of YouTube and whatever they want to do and what. So, who knows? Like, what do you do? Do you just keep riding the wave as long as the wave is there? You know, it's like when is when? How do you know if the wave is changing? You know, like there are some of these big channels who everyone's seeing decline in views. You know, so what do you do? Like, oh, I'll try to chase the algorithm to bring your views up, or you just try and keep on doing what you're doing and just assume okay, well, this is what it is now people are doing watching something different. I don't know. Yeah. It's, um, it's, it's unfortunately it's kind of disheartening. You know, it's like, I want to, I want to love it. And you know, I I mean, I love what we do. I love making videos and I love putting them out there and we'll keep doing it. Um, but, but the dream of it being like a full time thing is, is get there's It's a smaller and smaller percentage of like that dream being a thing, a real thing, you know?
1: Yeah, yeah, to a degree. You just have to figure out another way. Right. Well, it's just right. slightly, it, it's a, it's the lesson of you can't just Yeah, or you definitely can't make a business off of money Add from revenues. views. Yeah, right, yeah. So you have to find something different to mm-hmm. to something to sell or something to um right to run with. Um But yeah, so um speaking of not doing anything (laughs) this last week and a half we weren't there we didn't do the uh, podcast last week because right yeah my whole house was sick with something i don't know what maybe it's something dustin had and then but i feel like we got a much Uh, worse version and there was no fever to it right it was just kind of like a really bad cold almost what Mm -hmm. people would say COVID was, but we had right. took tests and none of that was it. And then, and then um my daughter went to a birthday party and then a stomach bug mm-hmm. was going around. So then we were sick, my wife and I, and then our daughter had a stomach bug. So it was like oh, yeah. in the last week, it was like seven to 10 times where she would throw up everywhere yes. out of nowhere. So you had no like warning most of the times it was in her, her her room on her bed at night. Oh, yeah. So you got to get up and deal with that while we're both sick, too. Like, uh like tired and sick and cleaning her up and giving her a bath. And and then uh, one time she, it must have been everything she ate and drank for the last, like, for, like two days. Oh. And it oh. all came out at once. And she was like, we're in the living room together. And my wife's like, are you, you okay? Like, you look. And then she picked her up, and all over her, and then I'm, like, catching what I can. Oh! But then we start to move, and it, it, she throws up again all over our carpet, like, the carpet on the wood floor. And then we're, I'm, like, trying to move her at that point, and she's just throwing up everywhere, like. Oh, man. And then it was just, like, two days worth of everything. All over, like, everything. So it was just, Jeez. that was a long one trying to clean oh, yeah. all that up and clean like <laughs> clean the carpet and oh, all the floors and
0: man yeah uh, that's like ugh, that's the worst like when toddlers throw up because they like can't control it and they they don't no. really understand and they're like, oh, like i know. You feel and so you bad just... you can't reason with them you know like no. uh, i mean just just being nauseous and throwing up is shitty enough mm-hmm. you know and then like and then you just see a little child do it, and you're like, oh, I wish right. I could like, say ah. something. Yeah, right. You're like, I'm sorry. You know, you just try to just comfort them. That's all
1: you can do. you know? Yeah, just give him a hug, like, and then, oh, you know, you're yeah. covered in puke, and they are, and everyone's just oh,
0: <laughs> throw up everywhere. Yeah. Yeah, at least if you're an adult, you know, and or even, like, a older child, you can kind of reason, you know, you understand, okay, and you feel it coming, you know, like, oh, I'm feeling crappy. Let me go to the bathroom, or let me keep a trash can nearby, you know. Right you try to understand that like what you, the consequences of your actions right you know if I, if I don't have a trash can i'm gonna throw up over everything and right. someone else is gonna have to clean it up you know like and poor little kids they don't know they're just, yeah, there they're just yeah, like that you know right <laughs> like I let them rip oh it just comes out of nowhere oh
1: so it's been a a wild week of <laughs> oh man making me feel bad <laughs> not not doing much yeah at all um, yeah man
0: yeah it sucked i knew like i knew there was something up because you were like quiet, you know, like I hadn't heard from you in like a few days and it was like, uh, definitely. I was like, yeah. And then when I, when I texted about the podcast and you were like, Oh, I really feel crappy. I'm like, Oh, okay. That makes sense. Like why you've been so quiet, you know? Like, yeah.
1: Uh, yeah. Just not like doing anything. Not, you yeah, yeah. You know, it is when you're sick, you just, it's like you hunker down. Right. Yeah. You just kind of chill and you try to hang on. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, but yeah, we yeah, made so. it through. Everyone's good, yeah. except sure. for I got a cough, a little bit of a cough left, and uh, uh, Caitlin is on the end of whatever she had, right. and Mave hasn't thrown up for like four days, so that's good.
0: Jeez, yeah, it's a good run. <laughs>
1: yeah,
0: yeah, we've been, uh, we've all been
1: good, fortunately, um,
0: since that, since that one, one day yeah. crazy thing that I had, but uh, I did have a kind of a, well, a. Uh, a random shitty situation where i was i last week i was driving my daughter or i was going to work in the morning i drop off Corinne at school in the morning and then i go downtown um and so i dropped her off and i'm heading down the main highway to head down to into baltimore city and i see like a um a light pops up on my dash here, bing, and I see it says uh, check gauges. So it's my check gauges light. It's mm. basically saying like something that is on your dashboard is out of whack, right? One of your gauges, it's just saying like, hey, pay attention to your gauges because something's crazy. And now with my truck, when my oil gets a little low, it will pop up pretty often, like, it once it's, it, if you know, because this is an older truck, so it leaks a little bit of oil. Not as bad as my Ford, man. My Ford was like a sieve. But, <laughs> like, occasionally, like, you know, every every month or so, I'll put some more oil in it. Put another quart or something like that. So, it'll it pop up when it starts to get low. So, I just assumed it was that. So, I look down. I'm looking over. I'm like, okay, no, it looks good. Like, you know, the gauge, my, my oil gauge will actually go, it'll it'll fall all the way down to zero. And the light will pop off and then it'll like boop pop up to the middle somewhere. Right. So it's like if I hit, if I like take a turn quick, whatever, wherever the oil is, it's like rocking back and forth inside of the engine. And so the gauge, the, the sensor is like reading that it's low, you know, so it'll pop. But it was like perfectly fine. I'm like, oh, that's weird. And the light's still on. And then I, so I'm like looking at my other gauges and I see that my temperature gauge is all the way up. My engine temp. Oh boy. It's like up in the red. I was like, oh No. So I'm, like, just about to pass an exit. So I, like, hit the brake and, like, zip over and get off Um, at an exit. I pull up, you know, just kind of stop. And this is, like, on my way to work. Hmm. Stop, and as I pull up and stop, and it's just, like, just a random side street, Um, I see, like, some steam or smoke coming up from my engine compartment. Like, oh, man. So I get out. I open up the hood, and there's, like, steam, and there's – liquid spraying um from the engine toward the radiator Mm. right so like it's not it's not the radiator you know it's like it's not spraying out of the radiator like there's a hole in the radiator um and uh, like i don't really know engines very well so i'm like okay well there's you know it's just i'm just looking in i'm like it was like it looks like it's just coming from the main engine body i'm like oh man is there a hole in the engine like Mm. i don't know what you know so I'm like sitting there, and and um, I'm like, okay, well, it's a lot. It's like a lot of like steam and just a little bit of like water spraying out. So I'm like, okay, well, does that mean that like most of my coolant is gone, right? Maybe it's really low and it's just steaming what's left. So I'm like, all right, well, let me open up the radiator to put some more coolant in because I had like another half gallon in my truck. So I'm like, okay, well, I know that like you're not supposed to open up a radiator when, you know, it's heat because it's the right. whole thing is pressurized. I'm like, okay, well I understand that, you know, but I, but I can, it looks like there's only a little bit of water spraying out of this thing and it's some steam. And so like I, all those things led me to believe that maybe it was low. Um, like maybe somehow it had gotten low and that's why it was overheating. Okay. So I, so I grab a, a like an oil rag that I keep in my truck I put that over the cap and then I grab a glove from my, you know, look from the back of my truck and so I have the oil rag and a glove on, so that way, if I, if I'm assuming I'm going to get some steam as I open up the cap, so I'm like, okay. So I open it up, I crack it, and it's like you know a little steam coming out. And so I crack a little bit more, and it's like steaming, but not a ton of pressure. I'm like, okay, that's fine. So I crack it the rest of the way, and it explodes, all <laughs> like like a geyser <laughs> of engine coolant comes um, out uh, and like uh, spray it out my entire, the entire engine compartment of my truck is just like, like, and like, <laughs> not just like one bang, not just like a, it's like a, and just like just so much. And like, fortunately I was kind of back cause I was kind of ready for it, you know? So it like, it didn't, it didn't burn me, but it like it definitely sprayed up and like splashed all over me and my face and like
1: my clothes
0: and I'm backing up like, and just, geysering the inside. I'm like, oh. I like duh, of course, like that's why I say, don't open it up when it's hot. Cause it's going to spray all over the place. So if my radiator wasn't empty, it was definitely completely full of engine coolant sprays all over the place. I'm like, oh, shit. So fortunately I had some coolant. So I put it in, you know, I put in whatever the half gallon I have there. And once it stops geysering out all over the place, close it back up. I go in and I start my truck, which is, I'm like, okay, let me just start it and see what it does. And and the, the engine temperature is, like, right in the middle. I'm like, okay. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe that was enough to cool it down. Let me see if I can try to get home, you know, because it was, like, maybe 10 minutes to get back home. Because at that point I'm like, okay, well, obviously there's something wrong. Like, I can't go to work. I got to get home. Just, I just want to get home so then I can assess from there, you know. Right, right. So I started the truck and I kind of start going back down the road and – It's not sounding great, and the the temperature's still low. Like it's in the middle. It hasn't. It's not climbing back up all the way. But like, the truck is not driving well. It's like uh, you know. It's like not. It's having trouble staying going, and Mm -hmm. like crap. So eventually, I just like stopped. Like I can't go any further. I stopped, and and as I stopped on the side of the road, um, like just not even at a light, just randomly on the side of the road. Not even a pull off. Just I'm in this in the lane in the road. Just stop and. And as I pull up the stop, the engine just turns off. I'm like, Oh crap. <laughs> so uh, I'm sitting there and I called my wife called Nicole. and like, Hey, you know, I'm issues. She was, she was actually going to the dentist. This was last Thursday morning. Um, so she was going to the dentist. So she was actually home, and she's like, "Okay, well, I'm going to the dentist. I'll be there until then. So, you know, whatever, get tow truck, and whenever when I'm done, I'll come pick you up, whether the truck, tow truck's there or not. You know." And I was like, "Okay, I was close enough to Home Depot there. You know, that York Road area. Oh yeah. Um, so I was like, okay, well, if they come before you come, I'll just walk up to Home Depot and I'll meet you up there." And then I called dad. So I called my dad. I'm like, hey, you know, this is what happened. Because I'm like, okay, do I do I call Jerry, who's our kind of friend, who does truck stuff? Do I talk to Steve, who's our mechanic up in Moncton? Right. Um, you know, so I kind of called him because I was thinking, okay, well, I can talk to dad. And if he thinks I should take it to Jerry, then I'll get then I'll get a tow to Jerry. Right. Um, and so I called dad and I tell him kind of what happened. You know, I explained the situation. Like, show this. I saw water spraying out. In you know, like in front of the engine, but across from the radiator, right. Facing the radiator. Yeah. Um, and he's like, Oh, it sounds like your water pump. I was like, okay. So then like after he ta- we talked a little bit and he said his truck was actually at Jerry's. He's like, Jerry's got my truck right now. Yeah. He's like, I, so I'd say, just take it to Steve.
1: I went and picked him up. <laughs> oh, did you? Yeah. yeah. Right.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, so he's like, yeah, I guess you know, so I was like, okay, well, I gonna do Jerry." So I was like, all right, well, I'll have it take. I'll just have him take it up to Steve. Um, and uh so so then after i talked to dad i i walk out again i look inside and and then like now that i kind of know what i'm looking for at least i'm suspecting what dad said it sounds like the water pump then i see that like at the bottom of the radio, there's like the big hose like the 2 inch hose that's going up toward the engine and that goes right into the water pump which i now see is right there where i was seeing the spray yeah. you know so i'm like okay well that makes sense right that that is what that is and hopefully that's all it is right it's just right. A, yeah so um I actually ended up not taking it up to to our kind of normal mechanic just because it was I, he's they have weird hours and stuff so not weird hours, but they're just not like they're not always open you know they're like open like nine to five Monday through Friday that's it you know like right. just the reg, they're regular hours right they're not kind of like so I ended up taking it to a minor key which is only like a, not even a whole mile down the road because I knew they would just get it done like they're mm. gonna be open every day. They're going to be open Saturday and Sunday because have a right. whole bunch of different people who work there and right. and yeah, so I called them and they were like, yeah, it's fine, you know. And actually, when I when I called the um, the tow through Nationwide, she suggested she was like, oh well, there's a uh, there's a mechanic you know that can do this. It's only .8 miles away from you, and I was like, no, I want to take it up to my mechanic. And then we're talking a little while along, and I'm like. Maybe I will take it to that Meineke, because <laughs> you know, I figure, like it's Thursday, and if if Steve can't get it to well, get it get to it on Thursday or Friday, right. then it's not going to be till Monday or Tuesday the next week. that I'm out my vehicle for multiple days if it's just a small issue. Right. So I take it to Meineke or I call Meineke and I tell him like like this is what I think it is, and he's like, yeah, it's fine. He's like, we've got a bunch of cars in today, but I'm sure we can take a look at it today, and then you know we could probably work on it tomorrow. So it will be Thursday into Friday. I'm like, all right, cool. That sounds great. Um, so yeah, they towed it over and Nicole picked me up and went home and I, and I heard back from it. It did end up being the water pump. Mm-hmm. Um, they called, they didn't call me on Thursday, they called me on Friday, um, and said like, yeah, it is. it's the water pump and you know, we're going to, we're going to fix it. And so hopefully we'll get it done today, but if not today, tomorrow. And I was like, that's fine. Cause at that point I'd already borrowed a friend's vehicle for Friday. And, and then on Saturday it didn't matter cause of the weekend. So. But, yeah, it was just, like, uh, it was not one thing, it's another, right? <laughs> like, man, just can't, like, yeah. And that's, like, yeah, it's, like, almost $700, right? There's my ticket uh, to BenchCon right there. Uh, yeah, because it was, like, the part was, like, 150 bucks, but the labor uh, was $450, uh, you know? It was, like, I know. but, you know, like, what would I have saved in labor if I took it to Jerry? Maybe half the price. Maybe he charged me, like, 400 bucks, you know, or something. If I would have gone to Steve, it might have been 600 or 700 bucks. you know? So I... So the convenience and the time, I pay the extra hundred or two, whatever, to make sure it's done quickly and, you know, conveniently close by. Yeah, it's, yeah, need you know. uh, yeah, my vehicle, man.
1: Man, if you're going to, well, it's, you know, if, if you're in O'Hara, you're definitely going to be getting calls from another O'Hara to come Yeah, right, pick exactly. you up <laughs> or bail you out. Because yep. it's happened to all of us and we've yeah. all gotten the calls and it's just. We've we've had a lot of old cars and trucks, <laughs> mm-hmm. so you get, get a lot of calls, and yeah, like yep. you said, Dad's was already up there because he called me. Yeah. Hey, I went to pick <laughs> this thing up for this guy, truck's not working, so I went <laughs> up Bumping and up. grabbed him, and he was, um, you know, he drives around Amish folks sometimes, so I had to take couple guys back to their place and then dad home and but but, you know it is what it is you gotta you help people when they need help because we've all been there and it's gonna happen again and yeah exactly sorry that's what you do
0: yeah yeah but fortunately it was just the water pump because like who knows you know like Mm -hmm. it's an older truck it's a 2001 so you know it's over 20 years old and it could have been a crack in the you know in the actual engine (laughs) like who knows like i didn't know i was like. I hope it's, you know, I mean, I guess like the more I once, you know, dad, dad's assessment was like, oh, yeah, it sounds like your water pump, you know. And then once I thought about that, then it all made sense. Right. Okay. It's like, yeah, it was definitely steam and, and fluid not oil that was coming out right so so it's not like a crack in the engine because the engine doesn't have water in it it's just it's cooled by the you know the coolant um so if it was the crack in the engine there would be like oil all over the place or gasoline you know like so the more i realize i'm like okay that makes sense but but just who knows you know i'm like okay it could be the end of the truck you know all i'm thinking like okay do i get another vehicle (laughs) what do i get a new one do i get another old one you know like Uh, yeah uh, (laughs) Do I have money for that right now? Okay, what what you do I got, to do? I mean, like, what yeah. you gotta
1: do is get hit by somebody. Don't
0: I know, you. right? <laughs> yeah, pull have someone ride. repair, give
1: you a price for the truck and then Yep. And that's the
0: thing too. I was like I I when I called our insurance, I was like, you know, can I can I get a um a rental? And I was like, Is that covered in the plan? And they were like, No, not for like just a broken like if you had an accident it would be covered like but not for I was like yeah that's what I figured oh, Like, crap. I
1: did have an accident Fluid everywhere
0: yeah exactly yeah the yeah the truck yeah it's, it's yeah. shitty and it's yeah. got to crack somewhere that's the accident it's not supposed to happen
1: my water pump broke <laughs> my water pump broke accidentally, accidentally. <laughs> yeah right. um accidentally
0: it was no purpose uh, yeah man it's
1: uh. Crazy stuff. Something. We we yeah. we joked for a while. Um, I mean, in my twenties, I had a whole slew of. For I mean, for the longest time, it was like, what can I get for under a thousand bucks? Right. That's yep. like the classic thing, right? Mm-hmm. Like, if I can get it for thousand bucks and it's like less than a car payment every month, it's great. Yeah. So <laughs> I, w- I went through a, a million vehicles that only lasted a year or two, mm-hmm. but there's the stress of what what's going to happen and and all that yeah. stuff. But I kept getting hit. And I'm not I'm not <laughs> right, one yeah. I mean, I'm not claiming any injuries, but insurance company will pay whatever, they'll give you a check. And the yeah. checks always or Yeah, for the, for those whatever, type of cars, yeah. for crappy mm-hmm. cars. Total check is usually more than what you paid for it.
0: Right, yeah. Is eight hundred be oh, twenty eight hundred
1: dollars? Sweet. Right. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. It was eight hundred dollars and then they give you fifteen. Yeah, and right. I smashed the $1,500 car, and they gave me 2500 <laughs> Then I smashed the next one, and they gave me 4500 So I like I worked my way up. You're like, getting, now I
0: actually have some money I can put down payment on a good, kept, nice, good Yeah, vehicle. and I kept
1: getting slightly nicer and nicer vehicles. And then I uh, I got hit in my wife's vehicle, which actually she did buy new. And so we got a good chunk of that. And then that's what we finally put down one right when on the truck on the i truck, have now which yeah. which i like it's a 2012 f-150 so it's it's good stuff but um 2012
0: 2012 dang
1: that's old i know <laughs> it doesn't look like a 2012 yeah i mean it,
0: it doesn't look like a 11 year old vehicle <laughs> you know like it's like yeah yeah yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah um but yeah so Got yeah. a good down payment on that, but that that was kind of a little bit different. <laughs>
0: you work your way up, and of course. the The wife has
1: a brand new hybrid, so right. I'll yeah. just scrounge to whatever I can get, and she'll be zooming around in the spacecraft.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Yeah, you gotta you gotta take care of the ladies, right? That's make sure right. they have a vehicle that they don't have to worry about. That's
1: the that's
0: point. right. Because you know, I'm I'm happy to worry about a vehicle, right? I mean, I'm happy to, but like, <laughs> if it had to be me or Nicole. Like let it be me. Yeah, because right. at it least doesn't I can. Yeah, at least I can open much. the hood and look inside. I don't like if I gotta reach in and get my arms dirty. Like if I don't I'm care, gonna get sprayed you know, with
1: like... fluids, it's all right.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. If some random dudes gotta come along in a tow truck and like it, you know deal with me on the side of the road, I'd rather be me than Nicole. <laughs> you know, it's, like... it's a funny
1: story when it happens to you. It's like tragic when it happens to your wife. <laughs> it was horrible. It sprayed everywhere. You know, I cut. That was it. I know. Like, all right, settle down, everyone, calm down. <laughs>
0: Yeah, right. most so,
1: people just laugh at you like oh you idiot you nah, tell me you know you should open that! you up. knew it you
0: did sprayed all over and <laughs> I, I didn't tell anybody that story except for nicole until now so now everybody who's listening gets to yeah, know here it. we go because i was so ashamed i'm like that was so dumb like, yeah
1: now i shouldn't have done that
0: i was like man when the guys like go to work on the water pump they're gonna see everything inside the engine compartment's wet and they're gonna know what i did
1: so this guy tried to open it up didn't he <laughs>
0: it was so crazy it was so much fluid that came out you know because the top of the radiator is like a one and a half inch hole you know and it's probably oh, yeah. i don't know what three gallons or some four gallons just being like it's like if you squeeze a milk gallon you know what happens like right, right. that but it's like multiple like it was like high pressure spraying all over the place oh that's man. great i'm like looking around fortunately there was no one driving by when that happened the idiot, <laughs> idiot sprayed himself oh yeah but yeah so that was a little bit dramatic but we got this all worked up got my got my truck back She's still riding like a 25 year old truck it's great (laughs) (laughs) but you know it's like i just put in a new transmission recently you know because i got the truck for really inexpensive so uh, i put in a new transmission so after putting that in it was like 2400 bucks or whatever it was you know it's like now in my mind, you know, it's that whole one thousand dollar thing. Like that's gotta last me at least two and a half more years. Because, oh, like if I if I'm trying to get that one thousand dollar a year, you know, kind of checklist off, you know. So I'm like now I'm up another six hundred, so it has gotta last three years.
1: <laughs> I think you're oh, pushing yeah. it there.
0: I know, right? What are you gonna do? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But um other than that, um, I've been working on a whole set of sheep shear knives. Yeah. Which is super fun, super exciting, and it's a whole different experience doing a batch creation like that. Yeah. Um, because everything I've done up to this point is like pretty much one-off. And I mean obviously when we made the the sheep shear knives for the video, they're they come in a pair, right? So I make two. But right. it's still that that's still like I'm I'm working with the aesthetic of this like one object. You know, so like all my focus is on how do I make this one look as good as possible, Um, and and how do I like work from one step to the next to the next to the next, all working on one thing, but working in a batch, it's a completely different mindset. It's like, all right, I have all these things, and they all need to get done, and you don't want to do one at a time. So you're like, okay, what's the most efficient use of my time? Then how how do I work through a process?
1: He's sick. I I got you.
0: Uh, It was a, no, it was a a beer burp. I got that like, uh, (laughs) that, that beer stuff in my, (laughs) (laughs) um, yeah. So this is kind of cool. So I'm like, okay, well, you know, they come in the sheep shears. If you guys know they have, you know, it's like two petty chef knives, you know, that's what they look like attached with a spring at the back. So, I'm like, okay, well, cut off all the springs. And it's it's funny because each time I'm working on this, I'm like, okay, the there's, I know that the process of making one is not that big of a deal. I have 12 here. That's kind of a big deal, right? It's going to, it's going to be a long time for me to get all these things done, even though I'm not doing, you know, I'm not, my plan is not to do any heat treatment, you know, not do anything. They're all ready to go. All I have to do is basically cut them apart, shape them, grind them, clean them up, put handles on them. There you go. Um, but one of those doesn't, you know, maybe two days of working. Twelve of them is not like that many more. So it's like it shouldn't be twelve times that amount. So like, how do I do it in an efficient way? So right. it was kind of cool. It's like, all right, cut off all the all the rings, and I do the first one, and I'm kind of like, all right, a little awkward with where I'm cutting, where I'm holding the blade, you know, using the cutoff wheel to cut off the thing, and how I'm clamping it in the vice. But by the time I get to the third and the fourth one, I've got a process down, right? It's like. Right clamp it in you you know I, I cut through half of the ring here cut through half of the spring here flip it over cut this half cut this half it falls on the ground i don't have to touch it because it's hot i grab the other two i move them over i grab the next one you know so it's right. like this it, right. i get into like a flow It's cool and so i was like okay well i'm just gonna i'll just cut them off right i'll do that just let me just cut them off and see where that goes so do that okay cool all right so i get them all, and then i'm like okay well now that's done like now I, now I can move on to the next thing like they're all ready right you know so i'm like all right well let me just grind like one of them just to see how long it takes i'm like you grind it okay that's pretty good like that one's done i'm gonna grab another one keep going i'm gonna grab another one keep going then, like grind off the uh the ends where that where the spring was right because i'm just cutting them straight across so then i have to grind it so it's like a smooth at the end of the handle you know smooth rounded and kind of looks nice
1: mm-hmm.
0: so it's cool you know it's like okay well i'll just work through one step at a time do them all the same, and uh yeah, it was like it was a different it's a whole different way of working. Like it's not um there there is a progress that happens which is heartening. You know, it's like oh, oh yeah. look. Yeah. I have all these things done up to this point. Right. You know, but it, but it doesn't have the same type of satisfaction of like working through an individual thing, you know, like I'm um, watching this thing progress. I'm like loving this one object yeah. until it like, until I've loved it enough that now it looks beautiful.
1: <laughs> <You know? laughs> like, yeah, it's like you're getting more hits of, oh, there's a change. There's a change. There's a change. Yeah. Right. Instead of getting one of those hits every, every day or whatever. Like, right. Yeah. Oh, I see all these things have changed, but. You're you're constantly moving on to the next step. Right.
0: Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's like and the the decision making process is slower. Right. It's like, okay, I need to I need to. What's what's my next step? Okay, it's this. Now I'm going to do this with 12 knives. Right. You know, so by the time you do first, second, third, fourth, by the time you get to your third or fourth, your efficiency has gotten better. You know, you're, the the process gotten better. The hand movements, the holding, where you're grinding, how you're, you're approaching the belt, blah, blah, blah. You know, and then I, I'm i like, okay, well, let me, you know, wire wheel all of them, clean them all up. So now they've been like cut off and and I've ground at the end of the handle and now I wire wheel all of them. So all the, any rust, any surface rust is all off. They look really beautiful. Okay, good, yeah. cool. Now I'll throw them into the rust bath and do that, you know, let them all sit, pull them all out. Then I got to wire wheel them all again and like, Each thing, because it's not a huge step, like it doesn't take a ton of time. I think the longest one thing took me was um, when I got to grinding bevels, I did um, just the same thing that I was like, okay, well, I need to grind in the initial bevel on every one. So I'll use a 36 grit belt and I'll do every one with 36 grit. Um, And that step took me two hours, almost exactly minus like maybe 15 minutes in between when I was trying to put together a reel of me doing it, which didn't end up working out. And (laughs) if you saw that reel where it was like, it was just that like one little clip over and over again, really quickly.
1: No, I didn't. Um,
0: <laughs> it was like jam, jam. it was supposed to be like a 30 second reel and it yeah. ended up being like a three second reel that just went over and over and over again, which was kind of funny because that was like <laughs> the whole point was like, this is this process that I'm doing over and over again. You know, so <laughs> it was like, OK, well, it kind of yeah. works. But I was like, well, that wasn't what it was supposed to look like. But whatever, I'm just going <laughs> to leave it because I kind of think it's cool. Um, but yeah, almost exactly two hours um, to grind all 12. With the initial 36 grit, which is like just, you know, because they, they kind of have a grind on them because they're shears, you know, they're, they're blades, but you have, I have to grind both sides to get like an actual fine uh, edge. So putting that initial 36 grit on, which is the longest of any of the belts, because everything from here on out is just about progression up Where I'm just cleaning up that, you know, the, the bevel is already there. I just need to go through the next finer, next finer, next finer belt until I... It to, you know, like a Scotch Bright belt and then a strop at the end and sharpen them up. So, um, you know, it's just, it's a cool process. It's, but it's definitely something different. It's not something I've ever done before to do a whole bunch of things like that. And that's, it's more of the like the business side of making, you know, it's like you're yeah. making an a, yeah. a, an iteration of, of this one thing and you got to make a whole bunch. So you have to build in efficiencies of like process and, and, uh, you know, how you're working through that stuff. So. It's it's kind of cool. It's fun getting into the groove of each one. You know, you learn each one, each step. You get better and better at it. You know, by the time you get to the end one, you're like, oh, should I go back to revisit the first one that I did on this step because maybe it wasn't as good. And I did a couple times. I kind of like went back and looked at things. I'm like, oh yeah, I'm gonna, you know, fix something or grind something a little bit better or wire wheel a little bit better or something. You know?
1: So I got I got two thoughts on that. Um, one is that must be. I mean, everyone has the desire to get better equipment faster equipment yeah but that is i'm sure your feeling of if i had something to do this yep, or if i had something to do that or like you know one of those instead of grinding them by hand like one of those things that you just slide back and forth you know back and forth like you're like oh that's where all these things are wanted and come in like handy it's the one-off stuff is great to do by hand and, and, and slower and, and right. more meticulous. But once you do those batches, you're like, oh, I can see. Yeah. I'm sure you could see why. I mean, of course, and, you know why people have these things. But yeah. once you're doing that many, you're like, oh, okay. I, I just need to. You're trying to streamline then.
0: Right. And then that's that's when you also, I think, you realize where your money is spent. Right. Your time mm-hmm. is your money. Mm-hmm. Right. But also, like it's hard to see that when you're working one or, or one-off or two of something, because the benefit, the profit of if you sell those two things or one thing, is not great enough, right. typically, to to warrant buying a big machine. Right. But if I sell even these knives, which I'm selling for two hundred dollars a piece, if I sell all ten, because two of them are for my wife, um, if I sell ten, that's two thousand bucks. You know, and for the amount of time that I put in, if I can buy a machine, that next time I do it, it can save me a quarter of the time by using this machine. And the machine costs me fifteen hundred dollars. Well, then I can make ten more knives in less time and sell them, right? And then make that money back right away. You know, and then and then I'm back into profit. You know, so like that's that's the whole yeah. That's exactly that's the whole idea. People go
1: like, like, hey, I was taking two hours to do this step before, and now it takes me twenty minutes. Mm-hmm. Then you're like, shoot, I can get three step, three more steps done a day because I got this one thing. Right. Um, yeah. Second Rather point was... I think I've lost it. Okay. So there's my one say, yeah. thought about it. <laughs> That's like, uh,
0: you know, Brian House just bought like a big CNC mill. Oh, holy
1: know? cow. I saw that.
0: Yeah. And I think it was like oh, $100,000 or something. I forget what, what I kind of heard, I think,
1: on work... It, it's yeah. a lot of money. it's like, the size of some, something you can walk into? Oh, it's huge. I mean, it's you, probably you, you know yeah. it's it's yeah
0: right. It's gonna be a lot of money, right? But you know that's the thing. It's like you're you're investing back into the efficiency of what you can do, and uh, hopefully you work out the economics where okay, if I buy this machine, how soon is it going to pay for itself? Right. Right. Because that's the whole point. Like the machine has to pay for itself and then you're back into profit. Right. So it's like,
1: or, you know, the machine like that, it it brings you into another level of production. Right. Where you can, you don't have to go, hey, we're only making 25 or we're only making 50. I think whatever they made 50. But all of a sudden you go, yeah, we can open it up. Or someone wants a huge order or they're like, hey, can you make 500 of these? and then all of a sudden you go from yeah we can make 50 to 500 like right it's a whole different level it's a whole different game then like yeah you're you're just you're you're jumping into another uh level of the game right which is great they he can and they should and uh i'm excited for man we gotta figure out a way to get down there and shoot some stuff down there and yeah like that'd be so much fun yeah
0: that would be really fun um yeah, I don't know. Maybe we'll see him at blade show this year. I know we've and we've talked to Brian over the years about you know meeting up different places and stuff and hanging out. At one point, he was going to come up um, to visit some family up in PA and stop and visit us. And I think that was right before COVID. No, was it? Maybe no, I don't think so. <laughs> I don't know. But either way, it was like you know it ended up not working out for one reason or another. But
1: yeah. Also, I mean, yeah. there's yeah, we want to do like day in the life videos and stuff, which would be fun. Yeah, right. right. I'm really excited about doing those and trying to get those done. Yeah, um, yeah, that would be
0: cool. I know we did the one with uh, with um, Kevin Brewbreaker. You know, yeah, writing, but I, not really day in the life. That was more yeah, just. The, yeah, yeah,
1: I really want to get this shot. I really think we can. Like, I have a lot of ideas how to make it mm-hmm. nice and how to make it work and have. Again, I'm I'm trying to get down to a like a vision or a focused beam of what we got to do. Right? right. Yeah. Because um, sometimes you go into loose, like, hey, we'll just come around and shoot some stuff and talk, and it's fine. But we, I, I want, I think we can really get it down to a, a nice thing. Right. Where, um, we go visit people, but I want to do the day in the life thing where you follow them the whole time. And there's right. just them doing different things. And then just I don't want it to be as much of, hey, we're here with blah, blah, blah. And hey, what do you think about this? It's like you're right away. You're in it. And yeah. then and then you're there to dust. And then you guys, you're just sitting and talking. Right. Like there's not all the setup. There's just right away. It's you're in it. And you're there with them having coffee in the morning before you do something. You're discussing a, a topic, right? And then you see him working for a while, and we really go into that. And then there's a talking head of them, of him, whoever it is, um, right, discussing what they're doing and why they do it, and then like really make it nice and clean and um, just an uh, an interesting way to. It's like I don't know, it's like a really nice vlog or something. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. like and yeah, not, I mean, I and, think... and and not and like I don't want to get too much into like how to start and all this and I right. just want to be there. Right. And like yeah, I you think You know.
0: <laughs> I know we've talked a lot about uh NHK documentaries. <laughs> but a lot of them feel that way. Maybe that's why.
1: Know? Maybe that's yeah. why it's in my brain. I'm like, "Oh, we should right. we should be doing this."
0: Yeah. It's just, yeah. You're just watching the person, you know, a lot of them are just, you know, there might be some, um, you know, some dialogue and stuff, but, but a lot of times it's just, you're just watching the person go through what they do, Mm -hmm. you know, like that's what they do. And you're just watching it all. Like it's super interesting, you know, to go through a day. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be fun. And you know, obviously it can be, it's more, um, I don't know, like, uh, uh, what's his name? Um, the Raw Craft Anthony Bourdain, you know? Like oh yeah, kinda, yeah, right. They like, did a great thing. Yeah, you know, it's just kind of like hanging out with people. There's also the yeah, with the the craftsman's corner. There's a few few people who do shows that are kind of like that, they, right? Just, but um, but yeah, I mean, I think you no, know, yeah, that could be cool. You know, I think I think there's got to be a level of comfort, right? It's got to be somebody that we're like comfortable with. Um, yeah, and and I think
1: know. the and the, I mean, yeah, like I don't know, yeah. it's not a new thing. Like you said, it's right. like a an old school documentary thing, like just right hanging out with a person and and shooting what they're doing. But um, there's just so many opportunities and people to do that with, mm-hmm. and I think that's a less intrusive thing. Right. Then a whole rigmarole of, of, hey, we want to ask you many questions and do this and that. It's like, we're just going to come and shoot and and hang out a little bit and sit down and talk, have some coffee, and then then, uh, do what you do. And and then we'll sit you down for like 30 minutes. Yeah. And just ask you a a few basic questions and and get some thoughts about stuff. And then we'll be out of your hair, you know, in a day.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, we think about that. Like, I know, like, our conversations about Brian house, like led into this conversation. And like, I've heard him talk multiple times about, you know, being a, and I've also heard other people talk about it, like being a, um, a business owner, you know, where you're like, Oh, well this is my business. Like, you know, people just like showing up and hanging out. Cause just because I own my own business, and I can make my own hours. doesn't mean I could just take off whenever I want. Right. You know, like he's like, people come to visit them in Florida and want to go to the beach every day. like, mm. I can't just go to the beach. <laughs> I have to work. like, they're like, yeah, but you own your own business, you make your own hours. Like, yeah, but it doesn't mean I could just take off. Like, I, right. there's a reason why I own my own business and I'm successful because I need to work, you know. So he's like, if people are going to come visit, they're welcome to come visit, but they're going to have to work while they're there. Like, we're working, right. we're not just hanging out. Yeah. It's so like, that's like perfect for that, you know.
1: Like, <laughs> you want to be out of the way and, 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 but also yeah. be there. And, and,
0: yeah, because like, having, you know, hosting people is, is hard work. You know, you're like, okay, you never can really get comfortable. You know, there's always this person that you want to make sure that they're happy. And then you're like conscious about like, okay, is the bathroom clean enough or blah, blah, blah. You know, it's like, it's not your family or like your best friends that you can kind of, you know, ignore. But, you know, it's like, (laughs) it's a little different. So it's, (laughs) it's, it's, it's not easy. It's, it's a, it's work to have someone hang out with you. You know, like, okay, well, what are we doing? You know? especially if you're like that. So, so the, the least intrusive, you know, that we could be in that situation, I think is good, right? That's the whole point. You just like, Hey, I want to come out and hang out with you for the day. Like w- I'll just help whatever you want to do for your job. Like you do your normal thing. And I, and let me, it, would it be, would it make sense for me to come and hang out and help you out and see what you do? I mean, we chat a little bit about it throughout the day. I'll we'll have lunch, you know, I'll, b- I'll buy you lunch, blah, 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 whatever it is, you know, like, and then, uh, We'll document right, it. and have that fun. and
1: have, like. You actually help out. Mm-hmm. There's certain things we don't need to do the thing where you do something to look silly. Not that that would right. be our thing, but that's what that's like the famous thing that they do. Like, hey, let's have them, you know, make donuts. And obviously, he can't do it as good as the lady making donuts. Right, so we're gonna make yeah. them look stupid. Like, no, it would be actually like if, if, if there's something that you can actually do
0: right yeah if that's like you know like carding the the, the <laughs> right. dough back and forth you know like i can do right that. or, or if it's so, like
1: yeah just like yeah like busy work like i'll help i'll <laughs> clean this stuff up as you do this like yeah
0: right taking away this thing yeah actually like what can i do is beneficial you know and then obviously where my talents are you know it's like actually using my hands and doing things cleanly and neatly you know, like if i can do something like let me try right. to you know try right. to do it you know something that yeah no, that's so yeah. It, I don't it know fun. something like that, but
1: anyway, yeah, um,
0: yeah, cool. Um, was oh yeah. So we kind of hinted at it, but we did start our new video tonight. So the Chopper Challenge, YouTube Knife Maker Challenge uh, Chopper Edition, which is coming out now, or not coming out now, coming out in what do we got? March, April, something like that. Um, April. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so we're getting a nice jump, a head start on it which is good because we're always like trying to get it done last minute, you know? And, and that's just uh, I think that's the result of, of the way we make and put out YouTube videos. You know, it's yeah. like we make and put out a YouTube video as soon as it's done. And if we don't do that, then all of that time that was put into making it, editing the video. And then we don't have a video at the end of that is just more time that we're not putting out a YouTube video. You know, so it's not like we like build up YouTube videos and put them out every week. You know, it's like we put them out as soon as they get done. So doing something like this where we're putting it, we're doing it early will help us for our, like, you know, stress level when we get closer to the time that needs to be done. Um, But we'll have to kind of make, you know, we'll have to put something else out in the meantime. So I know we've thought about a few different things that could be uh, short videos, but. But it is, yeah. it is nice to get us started and, and know that we have some time to kind of do it and do it well. You know, like, I want to do it well, and I want to do something that's fun and unique. And, like you said, kind of um, highlights my ability as an artist as well as a craftsman. Um, and the, the capabilities that I have with the tools of my shop, you know. Right. Um, yeah. And, uh, yeah, so i'm excited it's nice that we're getting it started now i forget maybe it's i don't know i know that the deadline was like further out than i was originally thinking i was like oh that's great we got plenty of time you know so like we have enough time to to do like one of our long videos well and then still have time you know after it so yeah it's yeah, nice we're, to
1: we're gonna have to shoot some other stuff though to fill the
0: yeah right so yeah i know that um so we're working on the chopper challenge which is uh the war club gunstock war club i don't think posted about it really or talked about it but uh that started out which i got a really cool piece of um cur- uh, curly white oak so i stopped at a uh, a local um lumber yard or a lum- uh, a, a, a local uh wood Swallow. yeah mill yeah i guess um free state timbers is the my local one here and uh talked to the owner we chatted a little bit i told him what i was doing and um and talked to him about look trying to get a nice piece of wood that had some good figure to it. Um but also as a strong wood. Like it had to be a hard wood, it had to be something that can stand up to being a club, but also needs to look nice, you know. And so smash watermelons. Yes. <laughs> smash big old watermelons. <laughs> um so he kind of, he was thinking about what he had and he was like, I don't know. I don't have any really like, I don't have any maple. Cause that's kind of what my first thought was like some curly maple, you know, that'd be kind of cool. Cause that's, that's like traditionally, I think one, one of the things that gun stocks are made out of, you know, you get this beautiful like tiger maple, you get all the really cool character in the, in the pattern of the wood. Um, so he's kind of looking at a few things. Like, I might have some here and he's like, you know, I think I do have a piece of curly Oak and I, and I asked for a six quarter, which is an inch and a half cause so that's kind of like, that was the, the minimum that I wanted. Um, and yeah, so he, he ended up pulling out a piece and it was like, perfect. It's six quarters, so it's a half thick, 10 inches wide. And he had a nice long piece. So he cut me off a couple feet of it. And, uh, and I was super, super excited to see how beautiful, uh, the curl was once I cut that open, like really cool grain, um, really yeah, cool chatoyants, like even just like coming off the bandsaw, it's going oh, to be really nice, I'm really excited, because that's like, that's half the battle, is getting just a piece of wood that's really beautiful on its own, <laughs> you know, and then, because that, that'll save us potentially a bunch of time later trying to do something with stains or like fades, you know, to like, to make it look nice, you know, like, so... It's right. something that it'll have right. like a ton of its own beauty just in itself, which then, you know, potentially could mean that like less, um, you know, less decoration because of how cool it looks because of the beautiful grain. So
1: yeah,
0: it's fun. I'm, I'm really excited to do it. It's a super cool project, something I've been interested in forever. Um, because it's, it's the weapon that Chingach cook had in last of the Mohicans in oh, the yeah. movie. And that's like one of my favorite movies of all time. and, You know, I saw that movie probably when I was like in middle school or something, you know, so it's been a really long time and I've been kind of enthralled by this crazy weapon for a really long time. I've seen a bunch of different people do it in subsequent years and and now I'm getting a chance to do it myself, which is just super cool. So that's fun. I'm excited that we got it started tonight. We, you know, drew out a design, which I'm really happy with, and then cut out the wood, which is beautiful. And now it's just uh, thinking about those steps. One step at a time. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Yeah, you were like, Oh, I wonder if you could make two out of this piece of wood and I was like, I could make two out of this piece of wood,
1: but I'm not gonna <laughs> Well at least not I mean yet. I you can make another
0: one. Yeah, right, exactly.
1: Yeah, if there's and, a ton of and interest just, and yeah. Right. I, I would Yeah, I would almost well, you know, it all depends. But you make another yeah. one and either sell it or 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 yeah. Figure out a way to give away or auction it. Yeah, or right. Do a something to or something, uh, or... because people are always asking for stuff. Right. So if yeah. a lot of people like this, and they go, "Well, I got, I got another one."
0: Yeah, yeah, and and again, like the for me, like I love doing different stuff. Right. So it's like this is different. It's something mm-hmm. new. You know, mm-hmm. like, that's always it's always fun. You know, I mean, I love making knives, and that's something that's repeatable and something that I've done for a long time. Um, you know, but, but it's, it's nice just doing a new thing, coming away with a new final product. That's not something I've ever made before. You know, there's like a, there's a huge, uh, excitement in that for me. You know, I'm like, Oh, yeah. look at this cool thing. You know, it's like, now I know I can do that thing. You know, like it's now it's part of my library of my skills. <laughs> like, oh, I can make one of those. I've made one of those before.
1: Yeah. yeah. And it's like, I always say, it's fun to shoot something different. Yeah, right. Like, oh, something. This looks different. (laughs) You can get different shots of this thing. Like, it's not the same exact. We only do so much with just a standard knife, shooting wise. But, uh, right. It'll be fun. And then we got to do, uh, you know, we'll do like, um, a fun slow mo intro like we did with, uh, Scottish Dirk and with oh, the yeah. war bow. Like, we'll do, yeah. do something like that. I mean, you know, short of you dressing up like a Native American because <laughs> they get frowned upon these days, but. Yeah, right. Oh. <laughs> right, right. How? Dancing around. The cliche stuff. Yeah. <laughs> all
0: right, uh, yeah, I don't I don't feel bad about dressing up like a Scottish man. <laughs> you know, Right, like, yeah, that's in your. Because yeah. that's me. <laughs> like, Yeah. <laughs> But, but uh, there's not a lot of. But uh, still, we can. A lot we of can not Americans with big red beards? <laughs> we can do the same.
1: We could just still have a cool like almost. I don't know. I have to. I have to look at some, um, yeah. last Mohican scenes.
0: Right. <clears throat> yeah, we could do something with like recreating. Yeah, one of the scenes. You know, it's like the run by and throwing the throwing the the war axe, the war club yeah. at the back yeah. of the dude. <clears throat> or the the final scenes. Oh, it's so cool. So cool. I'm excited. Yeah. Cool, all right. Well, on that note, I'm going to do my recommendation. If you don't have anything else we should talk about. No, we're good. Um, so my recommendation is another um, Instagrammer, another content creator who is a knife maker but also has made quite a few Gunstock War Clubs. And I've recommended um, him before, I'm pretty sure. It's Wasteland Forge. Wasteland Forge on Instagram. That's James Fleming. Um, He is a great knife maker. Really cool dude. He's a good part of the community. He actually, I think, he just got his um, journeyman smith at last year's blade show. He did his uh, ABS journeyman um, got his journeyman distinction. But he does some really cool. um, The aesthetic of his work is is like western native american right that type of like bone handle buoy knives um you know he also he also does a lot of uh, culinary knives and like all the other things but that's kind of where he got his start was excuse me the more kind of wild west native american style stuff so he'll do like you know skinner knives with leather sheaths with you know dangly beads and stuff hanging from it um right and he's done a bunch of um, a bunch of gunstock war clubs over the years as well. So check out James on Instagram again. That's wasteland wasteland underscore forge on Instagram. He's got some really great work, um, and uh, it's just a, he's just a really good dude. Like I've I've messed with him a couple times. Um, but he does some really cool stuff and has made some really awesome gunstock war clubs over the years. So. Check him out, go give him a follow, see what he does. And uh and if you're interested in seeing what we're making, you know, see some variety of what he's done in the Gunstock War Club, you can see that there.
1: Nice. Cool. Yeah. Um uh, my recommendation is Workbench Con. Um uh, <laughs> down to that. It's gonna be good. It's a hundred dollars. It's only two thousand nice. dollars. <laughs> <laughs> no, I I, I am going to be slightly cheap because last week I was slightly or two weeks ago. Oh man, um, because I hadn't seen them or played it last time. I'm going to re recommend <sighs> um Harry Potter, Harry Potter or Hogwarts and um Clarkson's Farm season two. <laughs> In that, in no just, way I said,
0: you did, yeah. So you're yeah. Just re-recommending what we I'm like, were like, I'm re-recommending because I'm
1: updating my recommendation that I was right last time. <laughs> okay. Um, Hogwarts, great game. Like, oh, cool. Nice. Totally open world, Harry Potter, um, fantasy stuff. like It's got it all. Like And, and the battle stuff is fun. Nice. Like, all the spell stuff is great. Yeah, Corinne,
0: we're, Corinne's going to get it. Yeah, so you, yeah, if, if you're PC, into yeah. if
1: you're into like open world games or fantasy or any of that stuff, it's it's great. Yeah. Even if you're not a necessarily a like Harry Potter fan or that's before or after your time, or you're just not interested in it, but if if you like games like that, it's it's great, really yeah, fun. Yeah. Um, nice. And then, uh, oh man, Clarkson's far. I finished it. <laughs> did That's you? what I did. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's so good. It's just uh-huh. such a great show like oh, yeah. pro farming and funny and entertaining and and um the cast of people like the farmers are, are, are just really good nice you know? i mean not cast it's not written there's only a few little bits and bobs where you can see oh maybe they set something up right but that's kind of like how top gear used to be um but majority of the time, the real, the good bits are the, you can tell, are like the real things that are happening. And and, and the second season, actually, he's dealing a lot with trying to doing the farming, but also getting like a restaurant on his mm-hmm. property and like the shop that they have there, which is a real shop that runs and him um, like battling with the, the local um, council and all these people trying to get stuff done and how much like red uh, tape there is to get stuff done and how expensive things are if, if they're like against you right you know, they, they yeah. can just shut stuff down and but it's just a really good really well done show um nice. you know, basically about farming but yeah second season's just as good as the first one
0: nice yeah since you since you recommended it last time i've heard a few different people recommend it. Oh yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, huh. You know, like through the grapevine, like different people like, huh, you know, yeah. I've seen and seen, and I've seen reviews like they popped up. So,
1: and yeah. everyone has, I mean, everyone's got Amazon now. Yeah. Right. So go watch it. It's on prime. Um, yeah. And now Thanks. I guess there's like eight episodes on both two seasons. See, so man, you got, So much content of awesome, beautiful English <laughs> farm and funny things. And, yeah. And you actually kind of learn a lot about how things are done and why they're done, and the really cool things and the really ridiculous things about farming, and <laughs> it's uh, it's great. Nice, so That's good. cool. Well, there you go.
0: Double recommendations. <laughs> Next week,
1: I promise I won't recommend this. Thing,
0: but... <laughs> I'm coming back. I'm saying it again. I'm telling you, <laughs> it was great. Watch it's it. It's your third time around. If you haven't yet taken my recommendation, <laughs> that's how serious Devin was. That's right. <laughs> nice, sweet. All right. Well, that's good. I'm glad we uh, glad we're back. Um, we are hoping, not hoping to, but working on getting some new, um, some other uh, guests to come on podcast we like to always mix up every couple episodes get a guest on um i think i i really enjoy like our dialogue together um and then talking about what we're doing like that's it's fun for me and i think it's um it's like what i like to listen to in other podcasts it's kind of like the normal stuff you know it's like yeah i want to hear some stuff like from a person but i also like to just i like to hear more about people's lives and like learn them a little bit more so i kind of like that about the podcast but i also like to mix in the different stuff with the with the guests and stuff so so we have a couple we have some some good guests hopefully lined up uh coming up soon so keep your eyes out for that and uh make sure you don't forget to head over to youtube and uh subscribe there check out our videos so you have the uh the uh what the um motorized bike bike. yeah that one's the most recent one which has been super fun to ride around I've been on it a bunch since we put out the video (laughs) (laughs) and uh, like I actually recently um, was looking at like helmets to order like getting like an actual motorcycle helmet you know like so I could take it out on the road and I have to I have to get a front brake because I definitely want to make sure I have a front brake as well as the coaster brake on the back and um, and also looking into like the generator powered um, headlights that's kind of cool too so so i know there's like a hookup for the headlight so i wonder if there's like a it's just the engine electricity like i guess electricity is built up by the engine i don't know you know like what is the uh i don't know so within the kit there's like when we put the whole wiring harness together there's like an empty one that says this is for a headlight
1: um Oh, yeah. But I don't, I don't know, know what that
0: means. Does that mean that, like, the headlight is run off of the engine? Is there electricity that's – I mean, I guess there is. I don't know. It can be. But, it just uh, depends. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, I know that, like, one of them is, like, the kill switch for the throttle, and the, thrott- the throttle cable is going right into the carburetor, not into the electric. So, so I don't yeah. know. But, uh, but, yeah, so I'm looking into getting that and getting some uh... – Oh, another th- cool thing I'd like to do is to do a video on making a um, – like a leather under the seat bag, like a little tool carrier bag. It hangs under the back seat or hangs under the seat right behind A little like circular leather bag thing that you can kind of unlatch and open up with it still attached and keep in there like an extra spark plug and, you know, an adjustable wrench and, you know, whatever, like a few things that you would keep on the bike. That way, if for some reason something happened along the way, I could, you know right. like you know take the wheel off and you know <coughs> reattach a, right. a, a, a chain things like that you know things that you'd want to have on a motorcycle or whatever so you're not stranded somewhere i think yeah, that'd, be a, that'd be a fun video yeah. but yeah cool. it's been fun um make sure you guys don't forget to uh, head over to instagram follow both devin and i uh at the Art of craftsmanship and at the other camera guy and if you want to support the channel the podcast, you can head over to patreon.com and follow us there and support us. Um, Everyone who supports us over at patreon.com gets access to the discord, which we've actually been posting pictures and chatting with our patrons today. Once we were started filming the new uh, video. So if you want to have some access that way and support us further, if you feel like that's what you want to do, you can always do that. The other thing that you can do, which um, I don't stress enough is to like, give us a review on whatever podcast platform you're listening to. Mm. And if you're listening to us, then you have a phone or whatever it is nearby. So you can do <laughs> it right now while you're listening, like open it up and go five stars. <laughs> Cause uh, I think there are only 19 reviews for the 120 episodes that we've done and, uh, or hundred like 19, uh, you know, ratings. And that's crazy. Like, I know we've said it a couple times before, but really that does make a difference. It really like helps push like the different platforms will push us out there further to more people and we'll get more listeners. And and that's what we want, right? We want to kind of connect with more people. So if you're listening and you haven't given us a rating on, if it's Apple Podcasts or Spotify, whatever it is, like, and you can write a review that goes a long way. So um,
1: have, have, have you ever given a rating? I have. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I've read. Yeah. Mo- almost all of the podcasts that I listen to that I like, I rate. And I'll try. I also try to write reviews sometimes.
1: That's nice. Yeah, I don't think I've i am ever getting a rating, but well, well,
0: don't be like Devin.
1: Be like me, <laughs>
0: or you can be like Devin and don't give anybody a rating except for us right now while you're listening to the podcast. That's <laughs> right. I'll go cool like, give us a rating too. So, <laughs> however many you know, maybe average of 120 to 300 people that listen to this each week, all of you guys, you could just go right now and just uh give us a even if you just hit the stars just hit the stars i know i know at least like 80 percent of you are on an iphone and so you have apple podcasts so <laughs> everyone's like, oh i'm on a i'm on an android you're never getting a review from me <laughs> <laughs> all right everybody well thank you guys so much for listening that's really what makes it fun for us we like to reach out and you know stay part of the community um Thank you guys for listening, and we will talk to you next time.